Welcome to What Up World on the Voice America Kids channel. Our show is all about people just like you who are making a difference because they see that no matter what you look like, where you come from, or who you are, you have a chance at being successful. Now, here is your host. Thank you and welcome to What Up World. I'm Victoria Baines Lopez and we are here with Eternal. How are you? Doing good. How are you doing, good? Good. So for the past few weeks, I have brought you several musician and musical artists, from Cecil Shaw's to the brand new group Hype Girls. And today, please welcome Eternal, a country western Christian group of teens. So what we want our audience to know is that music is a way to break boundaries. People all have different sounds, but in the end, it could steer people to what. To, to what you want to share, their gifts and their talents with the world. Eternal's first single, Miss the Taste of Home, is available on iTunes at a link that we will share to you later. And so, just what we want to talk about now is what is Eternal and who are you? Oh, gosh. What is Eternal? Well, for starters, I'm Eli, and, you know, we have the Princess Faye online as well. <laughs> Um, what is eternal? Eternal is, is the way we show what we think music should be. Um, like the great Michael, great late Michael Jackson and, and the great Stevie Wonder. Um, you would know exactly where you were when you heard these songs because they were just so powerful. They were so strong that their music touched your heart. You knew exactly what you were doing. You were washing the dishes. You were at the club or you were doing something with your friends when you heard their music. And that's what we want to do. We want to create something that not everybody hears every day. We want to create a sound that uplifts and upholds and, and, and goes through the course of time, I guess what I'm trying to say. We want to create music that is eternal, and that is what we are. All right. Oh. So, okay, go ahead. Oh, and we are brother and sister. Um, I'm 17, about to turn 18 years old, and my older brother is 19. I go to May Creek High School in, in Katy, Texas, and he's a freshman at Lone Star. Yay. <laughs> We've been singing for about nine or ten years together. Ever since when my dad would preach, he would let us open up and sing for him. And after that, we started doing musical theater, and ever since then. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Been... You're already at, you're already answering my questions. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You're fine. All right. So, <laughs> oh, I just want to know a little bit more about what you already told me <laughs> about the masterminds <laughs> behind Eternal. <laughs> yeah. So after singing with my dad, um, um. Uh, the very first song that we sang was actually called um, I've Lost My Homework, and we sang that for a competition at our school. And after that, we kind of realized that maybe this music thing would be a good idea for us to try and do. So <clears throat> so what do you want to do through your music? Oh, gosh. We didn't answer that one, sister, shall I? <laughs> <laughs> um, what do we want to do with our music? Well, at first, it was... Just a lot of fun, honestly. Um, I was a kid that played pots and pans, and my sister was the, the dancer type. She still dances, of course, and we were always very artistic. We started off really um, on the stage, 
and theater and things of that nature. So we always very artistic. So it was, it was the place we wanted to be. And now, where do we want to be in our music? Mm. Um, we want our music to be able to speak to a different type of generation because we feel like, in a lot of cases, kids our age are expected to sing or sound or write about a certain topic. And I don't think that's fair because not everybody's experiences are the same. So I think that all that they should have other teenagers who sing about something different for teenagers who go through different things in their lives in different periods. And I don't think that's being spoken enough about for kids our age. So that's one thing we really want our music to reach is a completely different audience. And even when we're old and grody, like the, most of the people out here in the music industry, oh, burn. <laughs> I mean, we still want to create something that people can can relate to, something people can listen to and still be like, yeah, I remember when I, when I was younger or young kids can listen to that and be like, wow, bills suck. I understand that. We'll write a song about bills or something. You know what I'm saying. Something that everyone can relate to. That's what we want to do. Yeah. All right. So why music? Like how you said, you could express people through dance. You could express people through um, acting, through art. You could do so many things. Why music? Well, I can't guess. <laughs> so there's one. <laughs> well, I would think that, I don't know, I guess just because music does something very powerful about um, being able to say something and then putting a beat behind it because it requires people to listen to it. It gets people to wake up, to understand, to, to visualize it, and it gets on broader spectrums, for instance, you can have a song and then it can be really inspiring and then before you know it, your song is now heading um, the NBA finals. Like, that's something that you can't exactly do with acting or dancing, but you can reach it with music. So even by that virtue, it becomes, it's easier to make it nationally known-wide and also worldwide. And it just, it just, it's really, I don't know, it just came naturally for us to, right. to go for music. Yeah. So what are some other uh what are some of your other entertainment goals? Well, um right now I'm currently writing a sitcom. It's a comedy and um <clears throat> I'm working on that and then I also dance. Um I also like to write poetry. Um anything really involving writing. I really love to write. And so with that I'll be acting on the show, then we'll be directing and producing the show in Houston. We wanna have auditions for that soon. And that's basically what I'm doing. Oh, and I'm writing a novel. Um, I'd love to audition. <laughs> I'd love to have you audition. <laughs> I lift and um I'm pretty good at school. Uh <laughs> Uh, entertainment goals, goodness. These has always been my number one, obviously. But entertainment, um, um, I, I would love to be a recorder and producer. I'm still learning um, the ins and outs of the industry. It's um, very difficult as a amateur to just kind of glean information from one source or just glean information in general and then pop into it. You have to learn from mentor after mentor after mentor and continually reading up on what you need to do or what you need to have to ensure that your success can come and come swiftly and chronically over a long period of time. So I'm, I'm constantly learning things about the music industry because that's, that's also where my heart is. I mean, I love fitness and I hope to own a gym one day. That would be nice. And, you know, maybe play my own music in my gym as an entertainment goal. That would be pretty legit. But 
<laughs> Music's my passion. So that's that's probably what I'm definitely going to stick stick to. Now tell us about your genre of music. Why did you choose country? Like, how did it stick out to you? And how do you use it in most of your songs? Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> well, when we were... When we, so this is the difficult part. Because when we were younger, um, our parents made an early decision to just not let us listen to secular music. It was nothing but the old school Christian music, Third Days, and Toby Mac, and DC Talk. I mean, stuff like that. It was old, older Christian music. And it sounded really country, sometimes rocky, and... Over the course of the years we got older, came the gospel, and then the secular music, the R&B, the pop, the rock, the jazz, uh, the jazz. (laughs) (laughs) And things like that eventually kind of showed up in our musical uh, timeline, I guess. So it's it's that long-term connection with contemporary Christian music, as well as the sprinkles here and there of the other genres that have created something very eclectic, which is still how we describe ourselves. <laughs> and it made it really special to us because, <clears throat> like I bounced back on what we were talking about, about different experiences, um, a lot of the genres like R&B and rap, we, we love listening to it, but you can't, we can't really relate to it because none of our life experiences were generally like that. Whereas country has more of a idea of more realism to a lot of more people's lives. So um, that kind of jumped out when we were writing lyrically. We just started to write kind of with a country idea and a country moral. So that kind of helped play into just how, based on how we write music, um, that is fit into that genre. All right. So speaking about the realism, um, I wanted to talk about your. The, the song that you performed at Casey uh, at um, a couple of events ago that we met with each other but I would like you to talk with us about that after the break. I'm Victoria and we are here with Eternal on yeah, yeah. What Up World. to Dinosaur Detectives with Little Miss Dinosaur, Anna Dubois. We'll not only learn about dinosaurs, but also about fossils, ancient civilizations, and ask questions from paleontologists. You'll learn about science in general with an emphasis on paleontology and dinosaurs. Anna hopes that this show will start or increase your awareness and interest in the field of science. Dinosaur Detectives can be heard every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. 
You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You are listening to What Up World on the Voice America Kids channel. Our show brings awareness of all kinds of issues to kids of today and helps empower them for tomorrow. Now, back to the and show. We're back. My name is Victoria Bates Lopez, and you're listening to What Up World. We are here with Eternal. And right before the break, <laughs> right before the break, we were talking about. Um, the realism of some of your works. Now, a couple of events ago, I heard one of your songs, and it really spoke to me, and I think all of the other children that were there, it really spoke to them, too. Tell us about that song. I can't remember the name, but if you could um, see what song I'm talking about, could you talk? Uh, could you tell us a little bit about that? Was it the rap, Real Definition? Huh? Was it a rap? Or was it the song I played on my guitar? Um, it was like the, you were acoustic and singing it about how, um, ah. yes. Excellent. That would be the <clears throat> Miss the Taste of Home song that we wrote. Not yes. too long ago. It's been about a year, maybe two, since we wrote that song. Um, goodness. We actually wrote that song for our parents, which, um, yeah, which brings it really close to us specifically, which shows in our performances. Um, it's dedicated to the veterans. Really, really big deal for us. My mom and dad, mom served for six years, my dad for nine. So when we wrote this song, we were actually, here's a little backstory about us. Um, we're brother and sister, so we get angry at each other. <laughs> and during that entire writing process, I think me and my sister were going through we were mad at each other. Yeah, we were, we were really, really, really mad at each other. And my parents sat us down and said, you're going to write this song. And we were like, okay. And we were grabbing at each other for about 10 minutes. I wrote some stuff on the paper, and my parents and my sister, I threw at it. And she wrote some stuff on the paper, and then we sang it, and it was beautiful. <laughs> I wish um, I had a brother or a sister. <laughs> some days you will, and then some days you will just love being the only one to just no, sit there. No, my mom says that the factory's closed. Shut down. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so we were mad at each other when we wrote the song, but we really love the song because, um, I don't know, there's just, there's not really a real song, well, not that we've heard of, that's just a dedication to the troops just by themselves, at least none that's coming out of our generation right now. And um, it really was important to us after, you know, the initial writing the song, after we realized that it was actually a good song, it was important to us to keep the song where it was and keep the dignity of the song and, like, the morals of it and everything. And it became really important to us to be able to get the word out about it and to be able to thank the troops and to thank um, families who who send their kids, their uncles, their aunts, their, their cousins, dad, everyone who mm-hmm. go overseas to fight battles that um aren't even really ours. They're they're involving helping other people, and I just think that 
we just think that people, they, they just deserve a thank you because they're not even really fighting to protect us. They're fighting to protect the rights that they feel other people should have. So that's a completely selfless act for anybody and any right to do. And I just, and we just think that it's very important that Indeed. they get a thank you for that. Yep. And that's what the song's for. So do you mind singing us a little bit of that song? Sure, no problem. Back to you. <laughs>
beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. That was wonderful. Oh, thank I you. Did. Thank you. <laughs> All right. And so um, I know Black History Month has already passed, but this mm -hmm. month is Black Women's Month. And um, another one of your songs, you didn't know that? No. Oh, that's actually new. <laughs> then praise the woman. All right, so, um, uh, <laughs> all right, so another one of your songs that you guys have is about how, um, how life is growing up on the streets being African-American in America. Yeah. And so mm -hmm. I certainly love this one because yep. it's a major issue right now. Yeah. And, um, Every week yep. on the news, instead of hearing about the weather, it gets pushed down because another person has been um, another person has been hurt. Another person has been taken off of this earth because yeah. of a skin color. And I really don't want to repeat history again. So I think mm -hmm. it, I think it would be really nice if you share with our audience the song that you have, because it certainly has touched me and many others. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, do you want us to perform it, or do you want us to talk about it? <laughs> um, perform it, then talk a little bit about it. Okay. All right. What's going on, guys? Be like. We are eternal. Back with a new single. I give you the real definition of black. Shows me. That's what some 
of us really be? And those who think it's whack, we need a better definition of the whack. We can break away from this All you talk about is stubborn and making the kills and hoes, killing your foes, making the dough, not praying about tomorrow. Talk about that book because we ain't got that road in life. But as a race, we're more than the strike. More than the wicked bees, counter in the gang life. We keep this up and we all have had a jail life. Breaking down the wall until we reach that new height. Walk on the cage until we reach that mountaintop. Rocks to death. And then I have to be shown to me. That's how some of us really be. And then those who think it's whack, we need a true definition of black. For a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? Get ready for Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Your hosts, all eight of them, have been selected by Kids First as film critics through a national competition. Each week, they will preview new movies before you see them, walk the red carpet with the stars, and will review the latest DVDs. Our hosts range from ages 7 to 14 to give you a wider kids' perspective. Kids First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Real kids, real talk radio. You are listening to What Up World on the Voice America Kids channel. Our show brings awareness of all kinds of issues to kids of today and helps empower them for tomorrow. Now, back to the show. And we're back. My name is Victoria Baines Lopez, and we are here with Eternal. And so, if you were here for the last segment, did you hear them? They were amazing. <laughs> now, um, Thank you. we are going to talk about their inspiration for the real definition of black. What is the real definition of black? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I don't think we found one completely yet because a lot of the times, you know, you have your easy stereotypes of what a black person should be and how a black person should act and how we should feel about certain things and what we should say and how we should talk and all these things. And um, it, it's weird because considering just consider the fact that me and my brother playing country western music is taboo for our culture. 
because you wouldn't expect an African-American teenage kids or even African-American at all to want to relate to country music. You would expect us to want to sing rap or R&B. And I think it's kind of sad that that's true, that why would us wanting to, to do something different, wanting us to do something that's close to our hearts be considered strange or awkward or wrong for us to be able to do? And that's really where the inspiration came from is who are you to say that just because I'm African-American doesn't mean that I can't want to be a doctor instead of wanting to be a stripper, that just because I might know how to twerk means that I don't also get straight A's in school, or just because I wear baggy pants, obviously I'm going to go sell some crack or something. Like, that's not up to you to decide who I am based on what you think that you assume about me, and that's where our our knowledge for the song came from. Right, right. And in our own personal um personal lives, we used to live in South Carolina. So we were sometimes at the um the receiving end of that brunt, um, of those stereotypes, understanding that we were usually the only black kids around when it came to um social interactions and things of that nature. Like going to see ballets or something like that. Yeah, it's 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 rare when you see us there. So we were usually at the brunt of those things. We were in um we were always on the stage, and we were always the only black kids auditioning for theater, auditioning for Oliver Twist and classics of that nature. And oh, I, I love ha- Oliver Twist. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best play ever. And things like it, it really is. <laughs> and um, stuff like that. I was Dodger, by the way, in case you're wondering. I was. I got that role. I got that role. Congratulations. <laughs> but it's it's just the principle of it. And with things like um, the shootings of Trayvon Martin and and the Michael Brown case and things of that nature happening so recently and close to the time we came out with the song, it just made it feel so right. And the timing was almost perfect when we came out with this, like, People needed to hear this. Then we were also disagreeing with a lot of um, African-Americans thought about just because someone says you have to be this way doesn't mean that you have to do it. I mean, because at the same time of us feeling bad about being the only black people there, it honestly didn't have to be that way. We were questioning, like, where where y'all at? Like, why are we the only ones out of ballet? So it's also to help encourage African-Americans to do something different, to think differently, to jump outside your box. You might grow up in the hood, but that doesn't mean you can't, like, go out and not just free play. That doesn't mean that you can't go learn how to sing and become an opera singer. Like, that's not out of your reach, and it shouldn't be out of your reach, and you shouldn't think that it is. So, for me, I um, I am half Hispanic, half um, African-American, and... Um, I'm actually Caribbean American. My family is from the Caribbean, but and you're um, so adorable. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> at school, I get made fun of because um, I don't think that there is a definition of black. I don't think that there is a definition mm-hmm. of Asian. I don't think that there is a definition of Indian. I don't think that there is a definition of Caucasian. And um, mm-hmm. I get made fun of at school because. They say that I'm articulate and that I don't do anything um, that they do. They curse like it's a language. They, yeah. um, they, the things that they do are so different. <laughs> 
that yeah. they're learning yeah. from uh, around in their communities and from their parents and from TV shows and from movies that they're watching. They think mm-hmm. that they're supposed to be this sort of person. If you were to ask um, somebody that isn't African-American, um, what do you think of a black person? They would say, oh, they do this and the other thing. They wear weave. Yeah. They do this. They do that. And mm-hmm. um it's like they have a definition of black is basically yeah. what your song was um, saying. But there are actually um, African-American people that are lawyers. There are African-American people that are doctors. Heck, we have a president that's black. Right. <laughs> well, shout out. And um, by the way, vote for me when I become first female president. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Everybody is saying, um, well, we're fit into this category that we're supposed to be the lowest of the low. We're supposed to mm-hmm. be on the streets, never knowing when our time to leave this earth is going to come and that mm-hmm. we're just going to be nobodies and stuff like that. That's not it at all. Skin color yeah. and um, because of a couple of people's decision doesn't doesn't determine what everybody's decision is going to be. Yeah. What, um, if you exactly. take two people and have um, watched them grow up, one could drop out of school from high school. The other one could become the next Barack Obama. Those yeah. two people took two different courses, but it. They took two different courses, but just because that one dropped out doesn't mean that the other one is, too. Yeah. Exactly. And that's exactly what we're trying to say. Right, that right. You, can, you don't have to be part of that number, that statistic that you're always seeing about African-Americans and all the negative things that you hear about us. That you can just as, well, maybe not just as easily, but you can just have just as much chance of succeeding as possibly failing as you can any other person. You just have to try. And that's the whole point is you have to be willing to try to push yourself and to just go for it and just do it. And be individual because, like you said, people mock you. And there are probably going to be people who mock you when you do it too, but who, who gives a crap? Like, <laughs> you'll be up there on the top while they're talking about they're still People are going to be dogging you even when you make it out. They're just People aren't going to stop. You can never let what anybody says determine where you're going to go in life. And that's what our song is trying to say, that this rapper might tell you, this is what you're supposed to do, and your mom might say this, and this teacher might say you're nobody and you're not going to do anything in life, but you have every right to prove them wrong, and you should definitely try. Mm -hmm. Now, how do you think that you could change that? (laughs) Change the stereotype is what you're asking? Yes. How do you think that Hmm. you could change the mindset of everybody else of what they think we should be. Hmm, that's a difficult. That's a difficult question for me to answer because it's not going to be easy. Coming no, from, it's not. Uh, yeah, come on, I'm six foot and I'm like two forty, two fifty. So pretty much every time we're on the police scanner here, we have a suspect, black male, six foot, uh, two hundred and forty yeah. <laughs> pounds. They're pretty much talking about me, so I'm usually at the brunt of this. This. Um, extreme stereotypes. So it's hard for me personally to constantly have to um, go out in public and kind of 
get the get the notes from my mom, hey, be careful, drive slow, drive safe, do this, do this, and have talks that normally I'm sure Caucasian families don't have to have because I'm no. usually at the brunt. But at the end of the day, I'm I'm trying. I am driving the speed limit. I'm I'm doing my best. I'm 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 doing it through my music. And that's that's how I'll do it. Um I I am I'm not I'm against um that, that black male perspective stereotype. And I, I I prove it with the way I live, the way I act, the way I create my music. Heck, the way I speak. I I don't sound like a normal black guy. <laughs> and, and that's I don't okay. Sound like and a that's, normal black female. <laughs> yeah, you sound like the first female president. And there's nothing wrong with that. Shout out to Vic for friends. <laughs> and now, at the end of the day, I'm just... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I, I was done. I, I forgot my train of thought. <laughs> oh. Well, I want to continue this conversation right after the break. I'm Victoria Baines Lopez, and we are here with Eternal. You are listening to What Up World. What Up? teenager and are ready to move on to the next phase of your years. The squeals and screams are replaced by slightly less squeals and screams, and you're expected to act a little more grown up. Tune in to Life at 14 for the answers and support you need to get through this time in your life. Your hosts have some amazing life experiences, and because of this, they have the know-how to get you ready for what's next. Life at 14, Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids Channel. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? Get ready for Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Your hosts, all eight of them, have been selected by Kids First as film critics through a national competition. Each week, they will preview new movies before you see them, walk the red carpet with the stars, and will review the latest DVDs. Our hosts range from ages 7 to 14 to give you a wider kids' perspective. Kids First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You are listening to What Up World on the Voice America Kids channel. Our show brings awareness of all kinds of issues to kids of today and helps empower them for tomorrow. 
Now, back to the show. And we're back. My name is Victoria Banks Lopez, and you're listening to What Up World. We are here what with. What World? Yeah, we are here with Eternal, and we're gonna <gasps> we're gonna continue our conversation now. If you guys like to carry it off. Um. What were we saying? Well, what were we? Well, change, changing the world through music. And that's why I do like that's why I do other art stuff like um my my sitcom the one that I'm writing I actually intend to be with an all African American cast and it's going to be college students kind of like what a different world was and I think it's very important that at the same time as trying to change mindsets that you also show a positive image there's not a lot of positive images of African Americans and that's why it's so easy to get caught up in everything that you see because there's nothing else out there to be seen and so I think it's very important that on a more worldwide setting on a more visual setting that um, a young African-American kids can start to see a positive image of, okay, you see this lifestyle you can take, but you don't have an, no clue of a different lifestyle that you can take. And I want to show the opposite of that. Like, oh, yeah, you can do this. Or you can go to college, you can get a degree, and you can uh, and you can write the checks for all those rapper guys who we're talking about. And so that's what my instances for my television show in particular are for is to show a positive image of African Americans. I wish you all the luck on your new sitcom and send me the first copy, okay? <laughs> I definitely will. We're gonna have I can't a wait to take images. a look at it. So, listen up, America. You better watch this sitcom and I put all my trust and faith into her, okay? <laughs> All right, so this was a very um, important topic that we just hit on, but um, now it's back to you as individuals, well, as a duo. (laughs) What are some of your upcoming events, and how can people contact you to hire you and things like that? Um, On March 28th and the 29th, we'll actually be a part of the Children's Festival, which is one of your events. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, we just found that out today that that would be happening. Yes. Um, I can't wait we'll be, for it this year. It's going to be it's huge. It's going to be huge. Yes, and yes, we have we'll everyone coming. Right? It's going to go. It's going to be awesome. We're all going to turn up. We're going to have some different genres, different people. And, of course, we're going to have you and your lovely self and your mother and all that going to be out there. Yeah, who cares about her? <laughs> of course I do. <laughs> I'm just playing. I love her mom. I love my mom. <laughs> All about you. Spotlight on you. Okay, we have yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh. And early, and that's March 28th and Sunday night. I'm pretty sure that you'll be advertising for that. So just remember to mention that Eternal will also be there. <laughs> and then we'll also be back in the studio um, early April. Um, keeping a little, keeping some of those um, specific little hush hush, but we'll be recording your favorites, um, real definition, my, uh, some new ones, my time for you, some other new songs that we we're kind of keeping on the DL. We'll probably be here um, at the event for the children's festival. You'll you'll be excited, <laughs> and we'll also be going to be doing a surprise. Yeah, it's something I like that. You have to tune okay. in. <laughs> tune in only. Tune in, yes. 
And we're also going to be doing a lot more veteran events. Um, you know, we love our veterans and stuff. We're going to be doing a lot more of that during the summer. We are helping out uh, a women's group, Texas Veterans Women, and they're doing uh, um, some events that we will probably be a part of with, like, Grace on the Fire. South by Southwest. Yeah, we want to be trying to be a part of all of that that's coming up in the summer. Assisting the USO, um, any type of event that we can do that um, so right now will be involving veterans and then other events um, where we'll be performing some of our new music while we're also in the studio. <laughs> well, um, so you talked about that you had a couple of new songs. So tell us uh, some of the ones that you don't have on the Hush Hush. <laughs> Okay, well, one of those songs is actually, um, the song is called Fallen Angels, and it's um, in this, this song, I wrote it for a friend who was going through um, a rough patch in their life, and it's, it's kind of an uplifting song, it, it's, it's a slow-ish, slow-ish, slow-tempo song, yeah, and it's really just talking, um, talking about, well, we are all not perfect, we're all, you know, equal on this earth, we're all as close to perfection as we're going to get, we're all trying to perfect ourselves. We're all fallen angels, but we've fallen from grace, and we're all just trying to reach the top. We're all trying to do our best. We're all trying to make it, and we won't stop. We won't stop trying. We won't stop helping each other, and yeah, that's, that's yeah, it's pretty deep, but it's, it's really catchy. <laughs> Um, and then we have another um, fun song. It's called For You. And that's just our sweet love song, is what we like to call it. Um, it's basically about, you know, um, a basically you find this person, you found love, and you're willing to do anything for them. You, you want to be with them. You want to talk to them. You think that they're perfect. You think they're wonderful. And you'll do anything to make them happy. And, you know, just a sweet, happy love song. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> and lastly, we have one more. It's called My Time. We call it our Disney song <laughs> for a reason. It's just really, it's my time. It's my time to do everything. It's it's my time. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it now. It's my time. It just sounds like something you hear on Disney Channel. So that's what we call cool. it. It's our Disney Channel song, and it's called My Time. It basically talks about, well, what I just said, it's it's your time. It's, well, it's my time. It's, it's not your time. It's my time. It's my time. It's time. It's not I'm not sharing my time. <laughs> yeah, so it's just an encouraging, uplifting time. Like, it's my time, it's your time, it's everyone's time, so be the best that you can be and be wonderfully amazing. Oh, I love <laughs> that concept. So, right. um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, how do you think that this will relate to everybody as a national perspective? Um, because I think everybody deep down, no matter where you come from, you want to be encouraged by someone. You want to have that feeling in your heart that, yeah, I can do it. I can get this. I can get it done. I can move on. And you want to have, at some point, you there's some part of you craving something positive. I, I want a positive image. I want to feel like I can actually go for it and do it. So that makes it really international because everybody wants to feel like they can succeed in their lives and what they want to do. Yeah, and then when you think about it, the music industry is kind of, negative real really. Um you don't really hear very many songs that kind of upbeat and the ones that are upbeat, um, to me personally are lame. Um <laughs> I mean, they're they're usually just about sex and drugs. I mean 
as much as those are great, I mean, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, 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 I'm kidding. No, but seriously, in all seriousness, um, as nowadays in the music industry, there's just not some innocent fun. There's, there's no positive reinforcement. There's no pat on the back. I mean, you don't always need a pat on the back. Sometimes you just want to listen to really good music, but you get the idea. Because even back mm-hmm. in the day, music, even though it talked about, like, love and everything, it made it fun. It made it not so, like, artists like Stevie Wonder and Michael Jackson and all those types of people, they, they wrote music, and, of course, they talked about females, they talked about love, but they made it exciting and fun and kind of like, yeah, I can get into it. And even if it did get sexual, they made it in a way that it wasn't like your ears were scratching. And you were done. So I can even take a shower four times. It's fun and exciting, and that's the type of music you want to make, to make it, you know, just bring fun back into music. It doesn't have to be so... So sexual. It doesn't have to be so so hard hitting and hardcore. It could just be. It could just be fun. It could just be something you want to bump to with your friends, with your top down, when you're driving to the beach and you're just excited for no reason. Just happy for no reason. <laughs> that's what we want our music to do. And that's how we think it will relate because we also believe that oh, people are just waiting for this type of music to come back right, and that there's a craving for it. There's a void of it, yeah. and we want to fill that void. Preach. I personally love um, the songs that came out in like the 90s and 80s where they actually told a story in their song where they Mm -hmm. actually gave um, a message that could help others instead of saying oh that girl is so fine she's pretty (laughs) I mean what has this world gone to exactly I just wish I could stare at her butt for hours like what (laughs) <laughs> She's like my 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 Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, well, it was a really fun and amazing talking to you guys. I had a great time, and I know everybody else did too. And um, everybody, this thank was you. eternal. Thank you, thank you. Well, we'll be looking forward to hearing you more often. Awesome. Well, we have. Um, if you want to connect with us, we're on Instagram and Twitter, or Facebook. All of those are Eli. I'm sorry, that's mine. Is Eli underscore Eternal. My sister is Say underscore Diva, and we are Eternal Music ninety eight. On Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, everything is Eternal Music ninety eight. So come find us. And let's go on this journey together. <laughs> Thank you. You have been listening to What Up World. My name what is Victoria up? Baines Lopez, and you are here with Eternal. This show is produced by Kidstar for the Voice America Kids Network. Up next, a track from the Kidstar album of the month. Thanks for being a part of our show. Tune in to What Up World every Friday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. See you next week. Hello, my name is Lindsay Marie from Phoenix, Arizona and host of Bookworm. The Kids Store album of the month this month is... Back in school, Neil Brewer and friends. Let's listen to Three Kids in the Car. Three Kids in the Car on a Monday morning. 
Each one wishing that the others weren't born And I can't say nothing cause they've all been scorned Cause your mother's done had enough And the sister's sitting in the front seat Who at this point of the song you need to realize Is about three months away from getting her driver's license She's thinking to herself I can't believe that I'm still riding with them I hope that we're not seen by some of my friends And if by chance I fail the driver's exam Then I am running away Three kids in a car on a Monday morning Each one wishing that the others weren't born And I can't say nothing cause they've all been scorned Cause their mother's done had enough And the brother's sitting behind her Part of the song you need to realize is about five years younger than she is, but he's still about two years older than his little brother sitting next to him. He glares down at his little brother and he's thinking to himself, I can't wait till our sister's finally gone. Then I'll sit up front cause that's where I belong. And I'll be rid of you, you miserable worm. Why don't you just run away? Three kids in a car on a Monday morning Each one wishing that the others weren't born They can't say nothing cause they've all been scorned Cause their mother's done bad enough And the little brother Who at this point of the song you need to realize Is a whole lot smarter than the other two think he is He glares back up at his big brother And he's thinking to himself I know that there's nobody back in the trunk You only try to scare me with all that junk I hope you read my mind, I think you're a skunk And guess what, I'm not running away Three kids in a car on a Monday morning Each one wishing that the others weren't born And they can't say nothing cause they've all been scorned Cause their mother's done had enough And the mother who's been driving all this time She's thinking to herself Things that I'd better not say So we'll just pretend that she's thinking Oh, what a beautiful day The Kids Star Album of the Month is Back in School by Neil Brewer and Friends All musical proceeds Neil Brewer and Friends received are donated to the Harvard Stem Cell Institute to put an end to a muscular dystrophy. For more information, go to the Kidstar website, www.kidstar.org.